the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Freedom with Adam Riojas. His goal is not only to inspire you to receive everything God has for you, but to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And now, here's your host, Adam Riojas. Welcome to today's show. I am excited to be here with you, and I am so glad that you tuned in today. We have an amazing uh, show today, but first of all, I want to say Merry Christmas to all those that are listening today, and I want to wish you the best, and may God bless you. He who has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says. So today, we are going to definitely have a Christian uh, message today. We will take a break from John, and next week when we come back, it'll be John chapter 14. Or And today, though, we have a Christmas message. I want to make sure I reiterate that. And our guest today is none other than probably the better half than me, uh, my wife, Cleta Riojas. Thank you, Cleta, for being on the show today. And just, I wanted to just say a couple of words before we go into our Q&A, Cleta. Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I love coming on here and, and being with my husband. It's it's so exciting to see your zeal for Jesus, our Savior, <laughs> and what better way but on Christmas Day. Amen. So I will make sure that I give you a great Christmas present for saying <laughs> that today. Um, thank you for being here. Let's start off really... Uh, uh, and dive into today's show. You know, I know now that we've been um, uh, a home uh, education place for um, almost two years now. So what I want to uh, ask you today is, um, how has that journey been for you so far, having this higher education, freedom education, higher education um, at at the cross? And you may correct me if I said that wrong. <laughs> Uh, Freedom Generation Higher Education. It's been a blessing, uh, first and foremost, as a mom, knowing that I have a safe place that my my girl or our girls, right, Amen. can be educated. Um, and really, firstly, I think mostly because of everything we use is from a biblical-based uh, curriculum, I know that my girls are being raised right, and I get to oversee all of the curriculum and everything that comes in, and these children are blossoming. Amen. So, you know, one of the things that I really enjoy uh, about uh, this program you put together and educating the children is they have the opportunity to get in front of people, even the church. Yes. And they're involved in on the worship team on Wednesdays. Um, I've seen the kids grow tremendously Uh Tell me a little bit about that aspect of the school. Oh, yes, definitely. All of our children have an opportunity to first um, do it in front of their peers in the classrooms. We give them opportunity to share a little bit, starting as young as kinder, getting in front of their peers, getting um, behind a microphone. So we're really um, helping to develop really strong, good public speaking skills that will definitely carry them on through whatever journey they take in their career. Amen. You know, I personally believe that this is the greatest country on planet Earth. I believe that as bad as things are happening now, as bad as the invasion is on our border, um, Mm -hmm. even that shows you that it's a great country because people are flooding into America. But what they don't realize or the people right now is that we can lose our country if Christians don't stand up for their values. Tell me what you do to teach the children how important it is and how and what an honor it is to live in this country. Oh, yes. Well, every morning, of course, uh, we are focused apart from having good, strong core biblical, biblically based curriculum is really bringing back the having 
building a foundation of what this country was built on. So helping them understand we have Constitution 101. We um, utilize uh, Patriot Academy's Rick Green, um, his integrated into it. And now, um, because we are an affiliate of Turning Point Academy, um, which kicked off with Charlie Kirk, we have an opportunity. They have they have resources to really help even the younger children really grasp the concept. Of, for example, the preamble. That's something that's been on our heart from day one. All of our children have the preamble um, completely memorized. And so that's been something that's been a blessing. And then we carried on with really developing that deep understanding of where a country came from, u- utilizing good historical resources. Amen. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, history is so twisted from... Yes from these people that are godless and they seem to uh, believe they can change history and give us this Mm -hmm. sense that our country is worthless. I still believe that it's the greatest country on planet earth. That's why people are coming. Millions are coming across our borders. Mm -hmm. And if we don't fix that soon, something horrific could happen. But what I know is this, how are ways that uh, people or moms or anyone can support this program. Oh, definitely. Well, we lo- we love it when people want to partner with us and joining the, you know, basically join the fight for freedom for our children. And there's so many ways to get involved in supporting um, basically the next generation of children. One, volunteering. Um, of course, we vet all of our volunteers that come through, but you don't really have to necessarily have experience. It's just having a servant's heart and offering your time to donating your time um, and helping out with a variety of subjects that we offer. Um, we're always looking for tutors to help our kids. Our team of teachers would appreciate the helping hands. Secondly, um, of course, you know, uh, running any type of educational center requires supplies. And so one of the things that we have, if you'd like to help with, you know, fund our day-to-day operations, we have a Amazon wish list you can go to, or you can even just visit um, online of our, our website. Um, and then lastly, of course, is uh, scholarships. Um, this year, um, blessing a child and giving them a gift of education is probably the most thing. You know, when you think of end of the year tax year do- uh, deductible donations. Um, so we want to definitely, I'm glad you asked, because we want to invite families and businesses who believe in what we are doing to partner with us. And that means sponsoring a student um, and a contribution to the to the Freedom Generation Scholarship Fund. And that goes to families that are in need. Um, and the donations go directly to the families in need and also allow us to serve more students at, at a more affordable cost. And of course, you know, everything is tax deductible. So this is what, what I think is beautiful. Mm-hmm. We're not asking people for money, no. especially those that um, are struggling and can't make ends worth um, because we actually um, uh, allow some of the children to come to school uh, where they don't have to pay because their families are low income. And so the beauty of it is you said they could actually sponsor a child if they wanted to. And, yes. and that's awesome. That That is awesome, you know. Yeah, one thing I just want to touch on that is I've had many um, families that we've been interviewing um, past couple of weeks since our spring semester kicks off January 24th. And one thing that has reigned true is they said, well, how is it that you are one, the most affordable place around here? And my answer is because we're ministry minded. Our focus is the children and raising up. And it's not about that. It's mostly about us coming together as a church and as a community and making a safe haven for these children to thrive. Amen. You know, I I think it would be beautiful if you're a teacher out there, (laughs) if you have any experience with uh, ever teaching another child, this is a perfect opportunity for you to serve. Now, uh, let me ask you a little bit um, further. Um, TPUSA Faith. What is that? Oh, yeah. So um, you had Connor... Cornuke, um, who was our representative at our church um, on your radio show not too long ago. We're actually having our kickoff event, and I want to invite all of your listeners to come Sunday, January 15th, of course, next year, 2023. Once again, when is that? uh, Sunday, January 15th, um, and it's going to be 1230 to 430. So it'll be immediately following second service. um, So what time is first the last service over at the church? Yes, the last service is over about twelve. 
Yes, okay. about noon. It gives um, everyone 30 minutes to kind of gather or, um, you know, coming from, gives everybody who's go to different churches to be able to come and gather. And we're going to, this will be every single Sunday in the year 2023. We're going to gather for food, fellowship, biblical citizenship classes through um, Patriot Academy course. And then of course that's followed by the TPUSA faith meetings. And what that is basically what we've done is we have partnered with TPUSA faith and I love kind of driving this home. It's, it's partnering with them on a mission to engage, equip and empower Christians to change the trajectory of our nation. So more of a freedom generation is now an affiliate of TPUSA Academy and that kind of how everything kind of ties together. We have the TPUSA faith chapter at our church at the cross Oceanside. And now we have our TPUSA affiliate with TPUSA Academy. So uh, this is kind of a, a really cool thing. If, if anybody wants to help in any way they can, um, especially prayer, they can go to uh, the church website. What's the address for that? Yes, that is um, www.atthecrossoceanside.com. Okay. Is that the only uh, way... Uh, that they can get a hold oh, of. Oh, Instagram. So uh, we are all over Instagram. We have tons of handles on Instagram. You can visit us at, at the Cross Oceanside Church on Instagram. Um, of course, your radio shows on um, Instagram as well as Freedom Generation. There's Freedom with Adam Riojas. And there's uh, Freedom Generation Higher EDU. Uh, you can also get in touch, with, in touch with us there. If you want to reach me personally, Cleta Riojas. Cool. I like that. That's very good. Because there may be some people that are uh, listening now that, that have $50 million. I want to help somebody. <laughs> we're, not, we're not asking for money. No. I just want you to make sure Amen. that you know that that has to come from God and God alone. And God is the one that moves in people. So let me ask you a, another question. Um, you recently, um, of course with me, went to Arizona to Ampest. Tell me a little bit about that. Oh, that was amazing. So Charlie Kirk and the whole Turning Point USA staff and students and the whole team did an amazing job at just collaborating and coming together and bringing all of the great conservative minds all in one place so that we can interact, we can uh, network and just mostly for me, again, I always go back to being a mom, right? You know, pastor's wife and a mom is having my girls there, a nine and 11 year old, being able to experience firsthand that you can be a strong conservative voice in today's society. And one of the takeaways uh, for me personally as, as a pastor's wife and being there was them sharing with me how, how impactful it was to see, um, I think, you know, of course, both of them loved Carrie Lake. They loved seeing Carrie Lake up there on stage. Uh, they loved um, Candace Owen, but most, moreover, they just loved to see women on stage being bold and courageous and speaking, speaking out um, for the morality of of what they're understanding at just at such a young age of nine eleven. And then, of course, just seeing uh, the encouragement of being around other like minded believers and the young, there were so many young 20, 30 and 30 year olds that were just on fire for the Lord and ready to take back the country. Hi, if you just tuned in, tuned in, (laughs) this is freedom with Adam Riojas. And currently right now I am uh, interviewing uh, my lovely wife. uh, And she talked a little bit about the school, uh, the, the higher education um, home fellowship place where you're able to uh, teach children. And also right now uh, talking about TPUSA faith um, and uh, an event that you just uh, recently went to. Um, you, you know, one of the things that I know for sure, and if you're listening right now, know this, that we need to get involved with what's happening in our country. Because if you and I choose to stay out of this battle that's currently happening around. It's totally spiritual where they're trying to radicalize our country and take our country from us and turn it into commie USA. Um, You will lose your freedom. You will lose your churches. You will lose your right to be able to speak just like in China. And they will tell you what you can only speak 
in a church. And that's what this whole Amfest was. And it's a great movement that's happening now. And I believe God is raising soldiers. People often say the church shouldn't be involved in that stuff. Look at John the Baptist. He lost his head for speaking to the king who was in sin, just like our leaders now are. We need to awaken the church. What do you think, Mrs. Riojas? <laughs> um, definitely. One, one of the main reasons why, and I'll tell your listeners, what I loved about meeting my husband years and years ago was not only his zeal for Jesus, but... Um, just being on track with our being on the right track with where we're at, how we see our country and how much we love our country. And, you know, we all know that if we put God first and love our country and our family, everything comes together. And so that it it was exciting to be at Amfest and again, to be around, I think it was their second uh, annual. So I'm looking forward to many more um, Amfest in the future. Amen. So if you're listening now, make sure that you get involved. You do not want to lose this country in the direction that it's currently going in because you will lose your churches. You will lose your right to worship and assemble. We need to get involved. This is the greatest country ever. And the reason... That it is, it's because our constitution was literally ripped out of the pages of the Bible. Often people say, well, the Bible doesn't speak about politics. From Genesis to Malachi, you see how God dealt with kings and queens and those nations surrounding them. One of the greatest political manuscripts ever written, yet it's spiritual. It is spiritual. God loves you. God loves me. And I am excited to not only be on the radio today and have my lovely wife speaking, but to know that I was born in the greatest country and it is a privilege. I have the opportunity as I am sitting here to be able to speak with you about current events. And also what's more important is the word of God. So let me ask you another question, Mrs. Riojas. Uh, you're involved in a church that's pretty amazing at the Cross Church. <laughs> no <Yeah>. pun intended. <laughs> um, but you guys are putting on an event, and I'm saying you guys because you're directly involved in it, mm-hmm. a marriage conference. Tell me a little bit about that. Yes, so uh, we're, we're having a marriage conference February 9th, 10th, and 11th. And our guest speakers is Rick and Deborah Martinez. Uh, the, it's called Reflections, and it's based on Revelations 2, 4 through 5. And, and if I'm going to go ahead and read that. And Revelations uh, chapter 2, verse 4 through 5 says, Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. And remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. And one of the things with Rick and Deborah, Deborah is an amazing woman from, from of course, my, the woman's perspective. She's actually my mentor. I think if anybody has said that they have made it or of anything, uh, they need to get off their high horse, right? When people say, I've arrived. Yeah, I've arrived. You've never arrived. You've always need someone to guide and mentor you or, or have someone continuously pouring into you. So even as a pastor's wife, I always seek, you know, counsel because I want to continue to grow in, in the things of the Lord and, and be also a better mentor and guide for the women that I mentor as well. So that Deborah is amazing. Of course, her husband is uh, as you as well know as well. Uh, one of the things too, I just want to mention real quick to your listeners um, that Rick and Deborah had mentioned for this marriage conference, which I thought is amazing, is the prerequisite to attend the marriage conference is actually bringing a physical picture of your wedding day or a, t- a time together, a vacation or a memory when you had maybe your first baby, just a picture of a happy time together. And mainly if you can bring a picture of your wedding and, and the and the reason is for that is sometimes we often uh, get caught up in the hustle and the bustle of life, and we forget who God has put 
in with us, right? We're a team, husband and wife. And, and many times we take that for granted and life goes by so quickly. And so I think oftentimes we have to sit back and, and, and cherish the moments, kind of look at the one that God has placed before you becoming, you know, man and woman and realizing the, the precious gift within the sanctity of marriage and kind of going back to that first love and, and reminding both of you being reminded of, you know, um, the, the times that you've had together and I can go <laughs> on and on, but anyhow, I, I definitely high encur- highly encourage your listeners to check out, they can go to the website, check out more about the marriage conference and it's, it's going to be powerful. It's going to be a great way to ignite. How do they look at the website? What's it? Oh yes. Um, so www.atthecrossoceanside.com. And that's, uh, they can, further look into this marriage conference. When's the date on that? Yes, that's February 9th, 10th, and 11th. So That's, that's mm-hmm. awesome. You know, if you're listening now, there is no such thing as a perfect marriage. Amen. And <laughs> you'll have pastors that will actually tell you sometimes, or just regular people, but what marriage is, it gives you a picture of, of Jesus and the church. And if we can look at it like that, we know that there is redemption. We know that we have a duty as husbands, and so does the wife. Um, there is this vicious circle that without respect, there's no love. A man demands respect. A woman cherishes that love. And so it's a beautiful thing when it happens. I think we have a great marriage. We have our ups and downs but we fight for a marriage because we understand the principle of it. I have never been in prayer so much since I've been married. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you a a, a question. Yes. Um, Probably a little outside of the sphere because, you know, I'm a regular person like everybody else. I, I've, I've been in prison for a crime that I didn't do nearly did 14 years. Um, before that, I sold real estate. I've been a professional. I've made investments before that. Um, you know, I've I've been all over the place. How does it feel to you? You know, you've had a pretty good life. You're an educated woman. You have a master's degree. You're running, you know, a home fellowship school, which is amazing. Um, how does it feel like to be married to a pastor? Oh, that's a very deep question. Um, honestly, I'll have to go back to the beginning. Before we got married, I sought God in prayer and fasting because I wanted to, my prayer was, God, you know, am I the one to be able to marry a pastor? Am I, am I, are you choosing me for such a time as this? In other words, I didn't feel that I was um, qualified at, at all to be married or to, at that point, to get married to a pastor. And And I don't think anybody can say that they're, that they can be as prepared to be a pastor's wife. But what I know for a fact is if we keep God first, keep studying his word and um, always um, keep the marriage ignited with spending just that one-on-one time, making time between the busyness of children and ministry, because our first ministry is, you know, our, our family, our marriage. And so, amen. (laughs) So that's beautiful. Um, You're also a mother. Yes. Um, how is that to you? We have a eleven uh, year old and a nine year old. Mm-hmm. How has that whole motherhood been to you? I when I I've always wanted to have a family, but mostly for me, huge mama bear. My focus is my is really raising my girls up with all any truth that I can get them, biblical truth, um, historical truth, anything that I can give them to help equip them to be to to grow into the women that God created them to be for, for during this time, that is my focus as a mom. And that's why I'm so passionate about them being well-educated. Amen. Hey, if you just tuned in, this is Freedom with Adam Riojas. I currently have a guest speaker, but in a little bit, we will be going into the Word of God and we will have this amazing Christmas message like you probably have never heard. And let me ask you uh, this this other question. Um, you're an educated woman. You love the Lord. How, as a woman, how would you encourage or give somebody a, a word of encouragement, especially a female right now? Mm. 
If you're single, seek God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And if you're a married woman and you don't have children yet, um, put God first, first thing in the morning and, and cherish your husband, respect him. And if you're a mom, educate them with biblical concepts. Amen. What a great interview. I, I love you. And thank you for putting up with me. Um, and you guys know if you're, if you're tuned in right now, we are coming back and you will hear a powerful Christmas message like you've never heard before. Cleta, thank you so much. We love you. And please come back to freedom with Adam Riojas. God bless you. We'll see you in a minute. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the Strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at bistroatthepier.org. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option that values constitutional rights and medical freedom, serving ages 3 through 6th grade. Hosted by At the Cross Church in Oceanside, they offer in-person classes and electives Tuesday to Thursday, along with a classical conversation community offering foundations and essentials on Mondays. And they're now accepting applications for spring 2023. Visit them online at www.atthecrossoceanside.com. That's at thecrossoceanside.com. Welcome back to Freedom with Adam Riojas. We are about to get to the best part of the show. And today we have a Christmas message. Woo! Merry Christmas. And let's dive right in into this amazing message. You know, most people think that... God has forgotten about humanity, but from the get-go, from the fall of man, from Adam and Eve blowing it, God already had a plan of redemption. Jesus was already looking forward to crush Satan's head. In Genesis 3.15, after man had already fought, and as Jesus or God, the Father, Jesus, is talking to the woman. He says this, And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. What a powerful message to Satan himself. There is going to be enmity between you and the woman. There's always going to be a battle, but eventually... The seed, and that's an an important message to know because woman does not carry the seed, man carries the seed. So as we read this verse, we know that something miraculous was going to happen because that seed was going to be the seed directly from God. And that seed was going to be Jesus Christ who was going to, to be literally his heel bruised, but Jesus would eventually stomp Satan's head, bruise his head. That is the Christmas message that eventually humanity could look forward to a redeemer, someone who would crush that serpent's head, who had deceived mankind into sinning into disobeying God just like he had originally done when he was in heaven himself. In Isaiah 7, 14, 700 years before Jesus is actually born of a woman, it says this in Isaiah 7, 14, Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel. In Matthew chapter 1, it tells us that Emmanuel means God with us. Already telling you that this virgin was going to conceive and that this 
child was going to be God with us, God himself. Two chapters after we hear this word from Isaiah spoken through him, given by the Holy Spirit, we see in Isaiah 9, 6 this. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Here's the boom, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's Jesus himself. Jesus, born of a virgin, Known as Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That's right. He's the Prince of Peace. And that's what he does every time we think of Jesus. Every time we're in the storm, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is the one that brings peace directly into your life. Remember when you take your eyes off of Jesus, you will be like Peter, Peter was a disciple who walked on water, saw Jesus walking on water. And as he, Jesus calls him out, he takes his eyes off Jesus and he begins to sink. And guess what happened? The Prince of Peace reaches his hand down and gives it to Peter and he calms the storm. This child shows up, God with us in Matthew chapter one, we see this visitation of angels that visited Joseph and Mary. And let me, if we turn to John, to Matthew chapter one, if you're listening and you have a Bible there, this is what the word of God says. It says this in verse 22. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken of the Lord by the prophet. That's Isaiah saying, behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. This is Matthew one twenty three, which being interpreted is, boom, God with us. God with us. That's who this child was going to be. Then Joseph, being raised from a sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. That was Mary. And knew her not till he had brought forth the firstborn son, And he called his name Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This child is from eternity. This child has no beginning. This child is God himself, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, three in one, God himself. I want to read you something before we continue in Matthew chapter two. In Micah verse chapter five, verse two, it says this. But thou, Bethlehem, at least 400 years before Jesus is born, the prophet Micah, at least, but thou, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel. He was to be ruler in Israel, and that's still a prophecy to be fulfilled. This child was born in Bethlehem, but to be ruler in Israel, it's during the thousand year reign. And it's speaking about Jesus, the exact city where he was going to be born. This is what Christmas is all about. I get it. Some people are looking for Santa Claus. I get it. We, we have been indoctrinated through our media, through our family. It's not about Santa Claus. It's all jolly and I get it. But it's about Jesus, about this child who was from everlasting, from eternity. Now, as we go back into Matthew chapter 2, by the way, if you just tuned in, this is Freedom with Adam Riojas as we're going through this amazing Christmas story about the true meaning about Christmas, about what it really means when we have this festive period. Like today, it is about Jesus. Sure, we don't know the exact time he was born. Most people believe that it was right around September, most theologians, but we have the privilege and the honor where the whole world recognizes Jesus on December 
25th, Christmas. Who cares about the exact date? All we know is that the whole world at this point recognizes this child that was born in Bethlehem. Matthew 2 verse 1 says this. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? See, by this time, Jesus was already born. Jesus was already born. Some of you say, well, when was he born? What, what exact, who exactly of, of those Matthew, Mark, and Luke talk about more when he was born? Luke, Luke does. Luke chapter one says this, and if you have a Bible, keep your finger there because we will come back. Remember, this is the greatest story ever told. And I want you to know the facts about Christmas, having the Christmas spirit in you. In Luke chapter one, we see this as the angel announces the birth of John. And then we see how the announcement of Christ is made to everybody. And we'll pick it up in Luke 1, 26, where it says, And in the sixth month of the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man. Remember that Matthew prophesied that a virgin would conceive and bear a child and they would call his name Emmanuel, God with us, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner, what manner of salutation this should be. Verse 30 of Luke 1 says this, and the angel said unto her, fear not, Mary, that is today for you. Fear not. Are you alone on Christmas? Fear not. Are you thinking of taking your life? You're hopeless. You see no future for you. Fear not. Fear not. This child has already been born. We're just going through the Christmas story, but today there is hope. Today there is hope. In the Christmas story, there is the Messiah. It is about Jesus. It is about Jesus who could cause peace in your heart. That's what Christmas is all about. I get it. We like giving gifts to all kinds of folks. And maybe sometimes we don't have the money to give our own children gifts. But today, he who has here ears to hear, hear what the Spirit says to you. Fear not. Just like he told Mary the day that Jesus, his proclamation was being made. For thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. What a wonderful name, Jesus. One day every knee will bow, and that day is upon us. Every knee will bow and say, Jesus is Lord. Verse 32 of Luke 1 says this, He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, a promise that he made David that will be totally fulfilled during the millennial time. And that's upon us. There'll be a great tribulation after the rapture, after the great caught up, after the snatching away, the harpazo, which is translated from Greek into Latin, which means rapture, which means rapture. Verse 33 says this of the greatest story ever told. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be seen? I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she also shall conceive, and a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. She was already six months old. 
and with God, nothing shall be impossible. You need to hear that today. This is the Christmas story. You need to hear, fear not. But right now, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. With God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. Are you hurting? God can restore your peace. You have no money to to bless your children with. Come see us at, at the cross. This today, we're going to be given everyone, every child that shows up to our church, $20. By time you hear this, this would already had happened. But if you need to, and you feel bad for not being able to give your child reaches at, at the cross, Oceanside.org, and we will help you. For with God, nothing is impossible. Nothing. Nothing is impossible. God can provide. You can't pay your rent. God can provide. You have no gas money. God can provide. God can use anyone. I know that he's used a donkey before to reach out to somebody. Hey, if you just tuned in, this is Freedom with Adam Riojas as we're going over the greatest story ever told. The Christmas story. In Luke 138, Mary says, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Let's turn back to Matthew. Most scholars and most pastors believe that when the wise men visited Jesus, Jesus was already anywhere between one years old and two years old. And as we continue this this story in Matthew chapter 2, it says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are coming to worship him. See, most people try to say, hey, we don't know what kind of light it was. Let me tell you, I know what kind of light it was. It was a light that God put in the heavens to guide these people, these wise men to where Jesus was. Can God do that? Absolutely. He's God. He's God. He's the God that says nothing is impossible. For me, God says that. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. They all knew. They all, there was something great happening. The, the, when these wise men show up to Jerusalem, there's no doubt that they had an entourage. There's no doubt that people were were wanting to know what they were doing here because there was something in the air at that time. People knew that the Messiah was about, that was going to be born soon. Do you know that the virgin women at that time would all believe that they would be that chosen woman, that they would be the blessed woman to have the Messiah? But God picked Mary. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and the scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they went back to Micah 5 too. They looked at the greatest manuscript ever written. O thou Bethlehem, the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. That is a total fulfillment that's coming after the tribulation. And it's going to happen. There's going to be the reign of Christ on planet Earth. Verse 6 says this, the greatest story ever told, but thou Bethlehem in the land of Judah, I am repeating so that we understand, are not the least among the princes of Judah for out of these shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, inquired of them diligently, what time the start appeared? He wanted to know. He was troubled because he knew that the Messiah, the real King of Israel of the world was about to show up in human history. 
And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring him me word again that I may come and worship him also. He was lying. If you find yourself in that state, if you're a liar, God can forgive you. God is a God of restoration. The Bible says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First John Chapter 1, verse 9. Back to Matthew. Matthew 2, 9 says this. And when they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them. Till it came and stood over where the child was. A miraculous thing. The light guided them. It stood there by night. And they were able to go exactly to Bethlehem with this child, Emmanuel, God with us, was born. And they, when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. See, you could never have a true relationship with Jesus if you don't worship him. You're thinking, hey, I'm of a different religion. We believe he's the son of God. I, I don't know if you know this, but at that time, to for you to proclaim you were the son of God was to say you were God. Everything in scripture says he's God. Elohim, in the beginning, God. That word is Elohim, created to heaven and earth. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Let us create man in our image. That's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. God created man in his own image. The Bible is very clear. He's mighty God. The son is mighty God. And that he's worshipped. If you find yourself being religious today, the Ten Commandments are very clear. You shall worship no other gods or bow down to them. Yet these wise men bow down to Jesus. That's what Christmas is all about. Bow down to Jesus. Give him glory for this is the greatest day that we as humans can be festive over the birth of Jesus. Yes, there was the cross, but this was just as important. God showing up in flesh in the beginning was a word and the word was with God. And the word became flesh. John chapter one, verse one and 14. Matthew continues with this story. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. Worship Jesus this Christmas. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and mirth. Your gift to, the, to Jesus today could be your heart. The Bible is very clear that if we confess Jesus as Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That word Lord is God. You can never have a relationship with Jesus if you don't believe as God. You will never enter into heaven with any other belief. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father but through me. They gave him gifts. You want to give him a gift? Be obedient. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You want to worship him? Bless someone else this Christmas. Bless a stranger today. Let them know that Jesus loves them. Matthew 2.12 says this, And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed onto their own country another way. Today, on this beautiful day of Christmas, your gift can be your life to God. I'm going to ask my wife to close us, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Close us in, in prayer, please, Mrs. Riojas. So, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for sending your son down here to earth Father, we know that the Christmas season is all about Jesus, all about baby Jesus and what 
It was a special gift for us. And Father, we thank you for everything you're doing for your children here on earth during these last days. We pray that this Christmas season would bring more families together, heal the brokenhearted, and we thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much for tuning in with us. And we are expecting you to come back next Sunday and continue this journey as we open it up with the book of John. We love you guys. And, and we are inviting you and with an open invitation to our church at the cross, Oceanside. Our address is 2112 El Camino Real, Oceanside, California, 92058. Or you can call our church phone, 760-994-3534. We love you. Jesus loves you. And we want to wish you a merry, merry Christmas. We'll see you next Sunday at 5 o'clock. God bless you. Thanks for listening to Freedom with Adam Riojas. If you'd like to contact Adam, email him at freedom at adamriojas.com. Make sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. here on K-Praise. If you missed a show, go to your favorite podcast provider and search Freedom with Adam Riojas. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at bistroatthepier.org. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option that values constitutional rights and medical freedom, serving ages 3 through 6th grade. Hosted by At the Cross Church in Oceanside, they offer in-person classes and electives Tuesday to Thursday, along with a classical conversation community offering foundations and essentials on Mondays. And they're now accepting applications for spring 2023. Visit them online at www.atthecrossoceanside.com. That's at thecrossoceanside.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.